Welcome to the second consecutive week of Dolan watches the Phillies while Brawley says something about bets that Dolan might or might not hear. Welcome to the point spread here at fantasypoints.com. My name is Joe Dolan. I'm watching the Phillies here. He's Tom Brawley. I just got done with my workout. You can tell I've been sweating a little bit. I got the I got the rosacea there anyway, Tom. But like I, I don't know, I got the bright red cheeks. Like uh, yeah, I could see you were you you got a good sweat and you were working it out oh, there. I, I just got done too. I I forgot to put a ball cap on here. I got the wet hair. I'm oh to, yeah, I got comb it over here. It looks, I, looks I, pretty I was good. Get in the shower, but I'm like, fuck, yeah, I literally I'm just gonna watch in. the fills, you know, like. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're gonna be all you're gonna be a sweaty mess here by the end of this game too. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I am. So, uh, all right. So here's what we're gonna do, Tom. We're gonna go down the board. We're gonna talk bets. We're gonna talk injuries, information, anything that you've noticed trends wise with the games. And we're gonna start. And I'm using DraftKings Sportsbook for this, by the way, as I typically yeah. do. But Tom, you can always mention if there's something out there that you. Yeah, I use our. I have our odds board up, so I'll. I'll if there's a better number or anything like that, I usually yeah. toss it out there. So let's uh, let's do yeah, it quick sit here. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> take a seat. Nice. Um, Four strikeouts. I need yeah. over six strikeouts. Uh, we're going to have the 49ers traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Tom, four in the hook. The 49ers are laying on the road. 45 being the total. San Francisco uh, at Atlanta. San Francisco, a ton of injuries on the defensive side, especially their defensive tackles. But they are saying Nick Bosa has an outside shot to play this week with the groin injury. Yeah, I, I got on this early in the week. This was one of my Monday morning bets. I looking at the injury report. This was specifically why I got the Falcons at plus six, just because I thought their injury report could be a mess by the end of the week. And uh, here we are on a Friday, and it's down to four and a half. There's still some five and a halfs out there. Not that five is a really key number. Uh, but there are still some five and a halfs at BetMGM and Fandle. But uh, oh, yeah, I mean, if you like the, it's not a key number, but if you like the Falcons, you still want to get the five. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I'm just tossing it out there. But yeah. uh, but if DraftKings is any kind of indication here, this this line might be falling here. I don't think it's going to get below four, four and a half. You know, I don't I don't know if it necessarily settles in this three and a half, four range. But... Take a seat, Jack. Oh, is that a three strikeout oh, inning? Yes, Go Nola, was. baby. I love it. <laughs> Um, so yep, I'm on the Falcons here. Uh, I, I, I don't think I have anything prop wise from this game. Uh, I was looking at Jeff Wilson over his rushing yards. It was like in the low sixties when I was looking at it. 65 I, and a half now I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. I was just a little bit worried after watching, uh, my, uh, Mike, I was on the, it's called Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's boy, Tevin Coleman was back last week. There's a chance to get uh, – I don't know if you saw a final news on uh, Tyrion Davis-Price. Sounds like he might be also – He doesn't even have this. a game day status. Oh, so he's playing. Yeah. So that, that was the that's only thing – That's what it looks that, like to me. Yeah, yeah. That's the only, that was the only thing that kind of kept me off that. I still think they're going to use Jeff Wilson as a bell cow type that like he has been the last couple of weeks, but it was just enough to scare me away from betting me over on that. I did find one. I did uh, place a bet on here. Tyler Algier, uh, under 48 and a half rushing yards. I don't think he's looked very good here. Uh, San Francisco, they are banged up, as we said, but they're they're pretty deep defensive line. Uh, Altoona boy, uh, Givens, has uh, been a pretty big player for them here uh, in the early going. So uh, I thought that was a high number. Avery Williams is working in. Caleb Huntley, the Ball State kid, uh, is working in here. So. I thought 48 and a half. Algier had that one long run a couple of weeks ago. And other than that, he's averaging 
uh, 3.7 yards per carry. So not, not very effective in a, a split backfield. So, and against the best run defense in the league. So I like the Tyler Algier under 48 and a half rushing yards. New England at Cleveland. Cleveland's given three, uh, two and a half at home, 43 and a half the total. Uh, we have no New England passing props because there's no New England props at all, Tom, because yeah, of their wait, injury no. report. Um, I'm thinking Bailey Zappi, but I wouldn't bet my life savings on it. They're, of course, listing Damian Harris as free. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah, it's, it's the, like, I, I, at this point, I don't even pay it, like, why even pay attention to this, the, the Patriots injury report? He, you know, Mac Jones had a high ankle a couple weeks ago and he was getting limited. Pra- like, get the buzz off, Patriots. Yeah. Like, fuck right off. Like, so now we got to wait for player props because we don't know. It, you know, all indications are that, you know, Mac Jones, it was a pretty severe. I mean, he was in complete agony as he was getting carried off the field a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, I don't think he's playing. I think it's going to be Bailey Zappi for at least another week here. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a longer, a longer stay here. And Zappi's done pretty well, but I'm sure that's why they're waiting on the passing props. Uh, so needless to say, I don't have a, a whole lot of action on this game. Uh, this line is just kind of, it's just sat right two and a half basically all week here. I kind of like the Cleveland side. They've, I, I, I think Cleveland's offense looks pretty damn good every week. Uh, Brissett shot, shot himself in the foot a couple of times in their three losses. He has an interception in the final three minutes, but other than that, I thought he's played pretty well. That's, that's a pretty big, uh, other than not, but, uh, uh, I, I kind of lean towards the, 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 the Brown side in this one, but I don't have a strong feel for it. The Patriots do seem to be rounding into form here the last couple of weeks coming off that shutout of the Detroit Lions. I don't even know why the books would put effort into making Patriots its prop bets at this point so anything on the brown side you like tom uh yeah i i i didn't see anything i liked here uh i'd be interested in the uh the falcons uh what what's that ben i think hey ben you're not muted <laughs> our <laughs> producer ben kukanis is not muted oh there he goes now he's on mute okay there he is I, I thought he was like trying to drop a secret message here like to bet like nick chubb over his rushing yard <laughs> uh yeah i haven't seen anything on uh, either side here i'll be interested to see where ramondre's numbers come out well, the, the, the browns run defense has just been hemorrhaging production exactly and, linebacker went out. i mean we think i mean john i think has him as the number three running back this week so I, i'm curious if he comes out i mean if he comes out like high 60s low 70s i might be tempted to bet that uh but uh, we'll see where it comes out. I mean, I have no idea where the books are going to put this because this really is the first time that, you know, we were talking on the podcast on Monday that never, uh, uh, you know, made it to air. I mean, we just never see a back like since Corey Dillon, I think we established uh, that's really been the every down back in New England here. So uh, I'll be curious to see where his uh, player prop comes up. Green Bay in New York. Interested in your take on this one, Tom, because the Packers are laying seven and a half in Lambeau Field, and they are reeling right now after that London game, 45 and a half the total. The Jets are frisky, but it's hard to really get a good grasp on the Jets after last week playing playing an unprepared Skylar Thompson for virtually the entire game. Yeah, I, I don't know if there really was much to take from that, but I'm still on the Jets side. This was a Monday morning bet. Uh, it did. I got it at seven and a half. It did get to seven for a while this week, uh, but it there's some seven and a halves have started to pop back up. You got to pay a juiced up price, and 
it's more of a bet against you know what we've seen from Green Bay's offense here and Green Bay's defense for that matter too. Uh, they couldn't get off the field against the Giants last week. Uh, you know what was it? You know five points from the Packers after jumping out to that big lead last week. Uh, you know Aaron Rodgers is like right at the bottom of the league in terms of a dot. Like no passes are going down the field. Uh, things aren't quite right in Green Bay. We saw the last two weeks against the Patriots and Giants. They were laying big prices. Uh, ten, you know, it was up near ten points against the Patriots a couple weeks ago. Uh, similar type of, of you know price that, you know, last week against the Giants, seven and a half, eight points, and uh, didn't really come close to covering either spread. So uh, I, I think the Jets are a little frisky here on offense. This is a tougher spot for them. They're going out to Green Bay. Uh, but I also like what I've seen from their defense overall. So uh, I, I think this line should be, you know, closer to six points. So uh, I think there's some value here getting getting the seven plus a hook here uh, with the with the New York Jets. Anything interesting you find in the props? You know, I mean, Green Bay's defense, I think, is has not the bark is louder than the bite at this point. Brees Hall sitting at fifty nine and a half rushing yards. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I, by the way, you I don't know if you could you could pay oh. me to bet any of these Jets receiver props right now. No, no I would only look I mean, at there's unders. just like you're taking a freaking guess right now. Yeah, I I was on the Conklin stuff early in the season. That that's petered out here, especially last week. He didn't have a catch. Zomo's uh, running more we, routes than him. Yeah, Uzoma was on the field. Uh we were on the Bree stuff, Bree Scott. Of course we had Gave out over two and a half receptions last week. That is the most ridiculous bet I've had. <laughs> yeah, he goes for a, goes for a hundred yards and two catches. Uh, that was a painful under, but uh, we I, I had some success on Brees in week three and four. I think I had some attempts and uh, some yardage props, but now we're getting to the point after you set the single game record for Jets rookies uh, in terms of scrimmage yards. Not going to get a discount on his stuff anymore. I, I still think it's a little low at 59 and a half, but I, I'm just worried. You know, they're seven and a half point underdog. The game gets a little sideways here, and they have to have to be playing from behind and can't really stick to the run. Uh, that does worry me. So I, I, ch- I tend to stay away from rushing props with these big underdogs, and this, this is a spot where I probably – Probably staying away from the breeze stuff. And then, as you said, the receivers here, kind of tough to bet any overs on any of them. Uh, I would only be looking at unders. And Green Bay is kind of the same way right now. Uh, I mean, the props are basically the same every week for Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They, they fluctuate a little bit depending on matchup. And uh, this this passing game is a little worrisome right now. So I, I, I'm staying away from the props in this game. Just, just on the side with the Jets, plus seven and a half. Indy and Jacksonville. Indy's giving two and a half at home, 42 in the total against the Jags team. That is the bane of their existence. Uh, 42, two and a half uh, Jags at the Colts. Tom, a lot of injuries for the Colts, but uh, they're looking probably a little more positive than they were last week. Yeah, this is this is a game I absolutely want no part of. I, I took the Colts uh, for ATS uh, poll purposes, but I don't feel very great about it. They just lost 24 nothing back in week two. This is like the first rematch of the season uh, that we that we have on the schedule. Uh, last year, they lost in the final week of the season with Carson. That was the end of Carson Wentz era in Indianapolis. 
I mean, I, I've Colts are literally they're two, two and one pulling, you know, horseshoes out of their asses. They're they're averaging the fewest points in the league. They're down underneath two touchdowns. They're at 13.3 or something points per game right now. Uh, they somehow have two wins. So like laying any kind of a number with the Colts is uh, pretty frightening. And Jaguars, I mean, they were kind of the toast of the league through three weeks uh, after, you know, shutting out the Colts and then going out to LA and laying the hammer to the, to the chargers. But uh, last two weeks have been, you know, pretty ugly. The five turnover performance from Trevor Lawrence against the Eagles and uh, last week's dud uh, against the Texans is, you know, over a touchdown favorite. So th- this is a game I simply want no part of. This is one I'll sit on the sidelines, uh, take it all in, and uh, see who comes out the other side. Um, any props here, Tom? Because I'm I'm looking, and there's not very many Colts props right now. I'm seeing a Matt Ryan touchdowns, but not a yards uh, or completions. I'm seeing a Michael Pittman yardage, but no running back props whatsoever uh, for the Colts. On the Jaguars' side, there are props, but I got to be honest, Tom. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just leaning into my priors a little bit. Maybe I'm just being a little stupid here. Travis Etienne at 32 and a half rushing yards seems low to me. Ooh, I uh, that's a new prop. I did not see that this afternoon. I'll, I'll have to take a closer look at that. This he can this do season. that in one run. Yeah, and it seemed I, I actually saw the James Robinson rushing prop. That's what I was actually looking to go under on his stuff. Uh, it was well, he's at 40, 40 and a half. That, it's, that still one. A four, it's still a 40 and a half. I was, yeah, I'm taking, he I'm hasn't taking been, right now, man. I'm taking, yeah, he hasn't been very impressive. I'll, I'll see, uh, I'll, I'll dig into that one a little bit more, but you like that right off the bat. He didn't have a number earlier today. Uh, I know Graham gave out, what was he? He had the Christian Kirk. It was like mid fifties uh, in terms of a receiving mm. prop. Uh, he had some success in this matchup in week two. I think he had six for 78 and, and two touchdowns in that game. So uh, cold side they're you know, we're, we're kind of waiting here. It looks like Jonathan Taylor's playing, but yeah, he's, he's questionable. But yeah, they're, they're I, think the, I think the books want like a final confirmation before they put up. Cause that, that yeah. he's such a key player. Like, you know, they're going to set his rushing prop in the probably seventies to eighties. And that, that affects passing props because, you know, if Jonathan Taylor plays, you give him the damn ball. And uh, that, that's why we don't have Matt Ryan and passing props either. So uh, pretty, pretty big injury. So I'm guessing the books want a final, uh, final word on Jonathan Taylor before they put it up. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota at Miami, Tom, we've got Minnesota um, laying three on the road against Skylar Thompson, 45 and a half being the total here. Uh, for the Minnesota, uh, for Minnesota and Miami, um, really interesting handicap for me because look, Thompson played in that game, but he was not prepared to play. I, you, you, you can't really judge a guy on, on that on that kind of situation. Yeah, I, I was listening to the matchup stream, and uh, I thought it was interesting. Adam spoke pretty highly. Uh, you know, he does the camp tours in the preseason. Uh, he was, you know, he thought pretty highly of Skylar Thompson. Uh, for being a seventh round, you know, we're not talking about like a first or second round. For being a guy that was drafted very late and uh, no expectations for him. So, I love, Joe, I got to like this. Are we going to see Teddy Bridgewater in this game? Like, 
Yeah, right. Like, and like I uh, like that. That has like been the in the back of my mind. I, I've been thinking about taking some Thompson unders. Like, if he has a bad drive or two, why wouldn't they put Teddy Bridgewater in the game? He doesn't have a concussion. He's still, you know, he's going through the steps to get through the protocol because he was placed in it. But he doesn't have like he's the better player. Like, so this game has been. It's like been bugging me all all week because I feel like the books are like scared to move the line too much too. They've been it's just been, been like sitting at that. Thompson unders is interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so I I don't know. This game is uh, just I'm I'm gonna dig in a little bit more. Maybe we'll get more information here in the next day or two. Maybe we'll get some kind of word. Maybe like that Bridgewater, uh, you know, after he gets out gets through protocol here, presumably tomorrow because he doesn't have a concussion that uh you know maybe we'll get some sort of word that you know he, he might get some snaps so um something something to keep an eye on here in this game and uh, so honestly like the player props for the miami side i'm you know i'm pretty much staying away from raheem mostert uh popped up on the injury report with a knee injury that's uh, never good for raheem mostert ex- exactly you, you don't want to see that so his props uh, they're you know they're they're right around sixty and I think his carries were at like fourteen and a half so um, he has kind of taken over. They were McDaniel did say some stuff about you know Chase Edmonds you know basically Chase Edmonds isn't quite dead yet <laughs> so um, yeah this is a game yeah I don't really have much uh, in terms of player props in this one so uh, I, I took Miami at three and a half for the ATS pool purposes but. Uh, with the quarterback uncertainty, it's uh, <laughs> probably a game I'd probably stay away from. Cincinnati and the Saints here. Uh, we've got uh, Cincinnati uh, on the road against the Saints. Excuse me, Sam Tom. I just I just lost it. We got Cincinnati on the road, giving three forty three being the total against Andy Dalton, the preseason receivers, and the Saints. Yeah, this is. Uh... Pretty ugly injury report for the Saints. This is why this line, it was kind of sitting like, I think a lot of people wanted to be on the Saints in this game. And um, just the injury report has been ugly here this week for the Saints. So this, the money started to come on the, on the Bengals here. There's still a two and a half out there. Uh, I'm on the Bengals side strictly because of the injury report. When I gave out the ATS picks uh, yesterday in the staff article, uh, I think it was at two. So Bengals have some injury questions uh, themselves. Jonah Williams. Higgins, looks, yeah. yeah, Jonah Williams, it looks like he's going to play, and T. Higgins is the big one. Uh, I almost, honestly, for fantasy purposes, just hope they sit him. Yeah, just rest him a week. Jesus Christ, like, kills us when we, they play these guys that are playing on high ankle injuries after one, you know, 10 days. And hey, when does it work? Ten, no, it never does. It never does. I mean, just... I mean, we have a couple examples, you know, Josh Palmer, uh, Gabe Davis earlier this week, uh, earlier this season, uh, Adam feeling I'm thinking back to at the, you know, towards the tail end of last season, it just never works out. So rest of my week, uh, I did take Joe Mixon, his rushing prop. It was 60. Uh, no, I got it at 57 and a half. I saw it. Was oh, up God. Into, yeah. I, as soon as I bet it, Joe, it got, went down to like 55 and a half, like a half an hour later. I was so friggin' pissed. I gave it out at 57 and a half and I saw it go down. I don't know why now it went down. Now it's way up. It's way up. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like in the mid 60s, the last time I saw this afternoon. So um, still happy I got the 57 and a half now that I see where the number's at. But 
Uh, just a weird movement, but I thought he looked the best he's looked uh, all season long uh, against that you know, pretty good you know, Ravens run defense. Last week, the offensive line started to finally get a little bit of a push. So I think things are trending up. You know, if T. Higgins is out of the lineup, uh, you, you think that they might have to commit more to the running game. And uh, the Saints run defense been a one of the better run defenses the last few years, but uh, it, it's taken a bit of a step back here this uh, this season. So uh, a group that, uh, you know, I don't want to say pick on, but you can certainly run the ball against. So uh, I really like the Joe Mixon over his rushing prop. I, I, I still kind of like it in the, uh, the low to mid sixties. If it starts to get up into the high sixties, that's about when I would tap out of it, but I, I still kind of like it in the low. If it stays in the 63 to 65 yard range, it, that's, I think it's still a decent price to better that. Baltimore at the Giants, the market, the, the markets, the books, whatever you want to say, not really buying the Giants. Baltimore laying five and a half on the highway, 45 and a half the total. Both of these teams have pretty extensive injury reports, uh, especially the Giants at wide receiver, which they could get Wandale Robinson back this week. As a matter of fact, it looks like they're expecting it, but there's no number out there for Wandale Robinson. Five and a half the number, 45 and a half the total, Baltimore and the Giants. Yeah, hopefully they get some Wandale here. I did give out Saquon Barkley's receiving prop uh, over his receptions, over three and a half. I got it at even money. I think it's been bet up a little bit. Uh, just, just thinking that they don't really have much at receiver, could be playing from behind. And the, the Ravens have been giving up a lot of receptions this year to, to, to backs. We saw both Samaji Piran and Joe Mixon. I think they combined for seven or eight catches in that game last week. So, uh, I, I could see uh, Saquon having some success through the air. Uh, this line, uh, I kind of like the, the Ravens side. It, it was one of those, it was on the short list to, to bet. Yeah. The Giants, it's been a lot of smoke and mirrors. Um, I think the Ravens are playing pretty well. They, they haven't cashed in a lot of their, you know, some of their drives here. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, just the receiver, just not having Rashad Bateman and, uh, this backfield is still a little bit troublesome, so I, I, I ended up staying away from it, but I, I lean towards the Ravens' side at five and a half, minus six. Uh, I'm trying to think if I'd been any other props in this game. Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. So uh, just uh, just that Barkley over three and a half reception, still like it. Uh, I think it has been bet up a little bit, though. So uh, if it's not too juiced, uh, I would I would bet it. Yeah, there and right there's, but the prop market is pretty freaking barren right now. I mean, it like it, yeah. it's just the, there's no Ravens running back props, no Ravens receivers props outside of Andrews, and then obviously we talked about the Giants. I I, I don't know if I see anything here that's really appealing to me. Tom. Yeah, I, there was a last week. Uh, we'll we'll see if props come back up here. There was a Richie James. They had his props like ridiculously high last week. I it got an under eighteen and a half receiving yards for his longest reception last week. So that's something to keep an eye on. I don't know why it was that high, uh, but if it comes out, even like 17 and a half, we'll probably be batting it again. So uh, that, that's one I'll be keeping an eye on, but maybe they, they might not even have Richie James props this week. So uh, he, he's done very little the last couple of weeks. Tampa Bay and the Steez. Oh, Tampa God. Bay is on the highway laying nine and a half. This has gotten bet way up, Tom. 46 is the total. My question for this game, is Mike Evans' prop going to be high enough for me to not bet it? Uh, it was not high enough uh, earlier in the week whenever I got it. It was, I think, 50 or 60 and a half, or I can't even remember. It was a ridiculously low number. Uh, 61 and a half was the number. 
It's well, been bet up. And a half now. That's 68 and a half. I'd still bet it. I'd bet it's it up to, to, to like the low 70s. Uh, well, I've got a 67 and a half, so I'm going to bet that right now. Yeah, I, I could not believe it. It was came out at 61 and a half. I, I don't know if they weren't looking at the injury report or just like looking at Mike Evans' stat lines, basically, for the last like, you know, uh, 10 games that he's played. He goes up over 70 yards every week, so it was a ridiculously low line. And and the Steelers don't have a single healthy defensive. But what, what's Rod Woodson doing these days? Tom? Yeah, I know. I mean, she's get Troy Polamalu back for yeah. you know, play him for, and get get him in Minka Fitzpatrick's jersey. Yeah, they have uh, who we got here: Fitzpatrick out, Cam Sutton out, Akello Weatherspoon, and Levi Wallace. So literally four of their top three backs. perimeter corners and their best defensive player not named TJ Watt. Yes, who's uh, already out, by the way. Yes, so uh, I did give out. Uh, kicking myself. I was out at the gym. I kind of saw the reports coming in and I grabbed an over 44 and a half for this game. Uh, I gave it out on the site at 45 and a half. By the time I got to a computer, I was able to write it up. It was sitting at 45 and a half. I still like it. I'd bet it up to like 46 and a half. Uh, I mean, Steelers aren't good. I mean, we saw last week, they couldn't slow down the bills. Uh, Buccaneers are kind of back to their old ways. They're throwing the ball a lot. Uh, 52 attempts the last two weeks for Tom Brady. We're not expecting the Steelers secondary to slow down anybody. Uh, I, I I think the Buccaneers probably could name their score here. But I, Steelers only scored three points last week. Obviously, that's the biggest concern. They looked over. a little better than that, though. Uh, yes, that, that's they got inside the 30-yard line six different times. Uh, only came away with three points. They missed, you know, missed some field goals. Uh, and then it got late in the game, and you're going for it and fourth down. But they were moving the ball. They were up over, I think, 5.1 or 5.2 yards per play, which is – it's not great, but you're playing against the best defense in football the last two years. I mean, that, that's pretty respectable. Uh, so they'll, they'll fit, have an easier matchup against the Buccaneers. I could easily see the Steelers putting up 14 or 17 points in this game, and um, we, we think the Buccaneers can put up a lot of points. So uh, I still like the over 45 and a half. Uh, was out there at Fandle, so I like the over in this game. Uh, I think there's some scoring potential in this one. I'm sure this could be a uh, could be a DFS. I'm, I'm sure the show before us. I'm sure they went in depth on this game, but uh, this this has some DFS potential uh, on both sides. So two things to, to mention here, Tom, and I know we got a we got a hustle up for our guy Ben Kukanis, but um, I love the Evans prop. Cameron Brait, Scott Barrett's been hammering the table that that guy's role is outsized compared to his production right now. And his props are ass low. Two and a half catches, 24 and a half receiving yards. And also, uh, another, to just a second. Are we worried of- at all about Kate Otten? I yeah, mean, that, I, thought, I mean, that's that's I thought he I looked pretty good last week. That would be my only concern with camp break props. But uh, I totally agree. They're, I mean, the way they're throwing the ball, I mean, we always see uh, Brady's tight ends produced for, for fantasy. So, I mean, yeah, it's not ridiculous with Cam Brady here. Um, Najee Harris, 48 and a half rushing yards, Tom. There's two pieces of news out there on Najee Harris this week. Number one, Mike Tomlin earlier this week, we got to get Jalen Warren more involved. I don't disagree. But also today, Najee Harris was playing with like an apparently very awkward kind of like steel plate in his shoe to kind of protect that foot injury. He has taken it out. So, so that, that was the story. And like, now he says he's hundred percent, but apparently the plate was very awkward protecting his injured foot. So that's what he's saying. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Cause 
Yeah, Warren could be. I, I mean, Warren's looked like the better player here. So I don't know what that does for the prop, but that, that's at least interesting here. I mean, nausea owners, yeah, we, we need to get him going here a little bit. I forgot I gave out um, Pickens as number two. Uh, I'm seeing 45 and a half. Yeah, I know. Yes, I gave out 46 and a half. I, I hate when the line moves against me, but I, I still, you know, obviously still love it at 45 and a half. Um, he's, he's, he's the guy. He's, he's the downfield target for, for George, uh, not for George Pickett, but uh, for Kenny Pickett. Their names are too damn similar. Yeah, oh, it's, oh, uh, but, it's ridiculous. But yeah, Pickett and P- Pickens, uh, I think they got a pretty good connection going right now. Uh, we're expecting the, the this. I, I got the over in this game, so there could be some fighting back. They could be playing from behind. So uh, like George, George Pickens up over his 45 and a half number. I think his number, uh, we've given it out the last couple of weeks here. Uh, it's got to start getting up into like the mid 50s before I, I stop betting it. <laughs> Carolina and the Rams. All right, Tom, the battle between two teams you couldn't pay me to, to, to lay points with, or honestly, or you couldn't pay points. me to take points with Carolina either. Um, the Rams are giving 10, which tells you where people are with Carolina right now. 41 and a half the total. If I had to bet, I don't know. I don't. I kind of feel like the, the, the Steve Wilkes, you know, firing Matt Rule narrative would be kind of the side I'm on. But man, totally I, agree. How do I feel about Carol? I mean, yeah, I, it's also possible PJ Walker's better than Baker Mayfield. So yeah, that's uh, Joe. This was actually probably on my short list. This game actually got up to like eleven and a half at, at one point earlier this week, and I, I'm like, God damn it, they're they're just begging me to take them. Like, uh, but I could, I just could not put money on this team. I put money on them earlier this season, uh, and they burned me. And we'll see. I mean, they change. It can go a number of different ways, but usually it actually go. Everybody kind of bets against the team that just fired the coach, but usually it's you know coaches gets fired and nobody really liked. You know things were heading south. It, it kind of like gives a shot of energy into these teams. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I don't think anybody likes him. Uh, you know on this roster or any of the rosters he's been on the last couple of years. So I could see them you know rallying around a, a PJ Walker type who's been with this team the last three years. So uh, I would not be shocked. And now we got some drama with the Rams, with the Cam Akers situation. He's bizarre. Uh, yeah. Bizarre. We don't have a lot of information on that, but he's, you know, uh, basically it sounds like he's away from the team for, for personal reasons. Uh-oh. Something good happened in the Phillies game oh, here. Oh, he's going to third. Get me in there. Fuck me. Oh, yes. Woo-hoo. Oh, <laughs> better throw gets him there, but Hey, I like the aggressiveness. All right. So yeah, I uh, I, I would leave. I I. Oh, nope, sorry. Ben's, Ben's way behind. So we're well, that's uh, different. Just, not having cable, you douche. Yeah, what are you watching on some illegal stream? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, right. in terms of props, uh, oh, I'm on PJ Walker under passing yards. Uh, it was 210 and a half uh, earlier today when I was looking. Thought that was pretty generous. John had him uh, projected at 165 yards. So thought that was a pretty big discrepancy. So uh, I'm kind of disappointed. I gave out minus 120. I'm um, seeing PJ Walker on DraftKings at 209 and a half minus 115. That probably would have. Uh, it, yeah, it would have been a little better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm laying 115 and taking 209 and a half. But uh, <laughs> yeah, his number was a little high, a little lower on. DraftKings earlier today so 
but yeah, I'm not expecting a lot of success. I could see, I could see a lot of carries in this game. I, this, this game could be pretty ugly. Um, so I, he averaged five, 5.8 yards per attempt last year when he got a start 167 games. That was, I will throw the caveat that uh, Cam Newton was involved in that game. So he, he did have a few plays, but um, didn't put, put up big numbers against Arizona last year in a, in a victory. So, uh, and this offense is just completely broken anyway. So uh, looking at PJ Walker under 210 and a half. Let's go to one of the DFS games of the week, Tom. Maybe it's a prop game of the week for you. Arizona at Seattle. Seattle getting two and a half at home. 50 and a half being the total. It is the final game for the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins. And, you know, this they're, they're just still a team where Kyler Murray's going to do something or Kyler Murray's going to do something stupid. And both happened last week against Philadelphia. Like, I, I, it's just an unimaginative offense, Tom. I, I, Arizona. Yeah, this is. <laughs> yeah, they go go to the home of where that where it started. The original uh, unimaginative offense uh, with Russell Wilson uh, all those years. So, uh, this, this, I mean, this is just completely recreated here with with Kyler Murray. Uh, I I I was on the Seattle side at plus three for ATS pool purposes. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, this is uh, – I mean, with Seattle's defense, uh, you know, I could see Arizona getting right a little bit. But got to give uh, Geno Smith some credit. He's uh, playing extremely well right now. He's uh, – the you know, I, I'm kind of surprised uh, Saquon Barkley is, like, the overwhelming favorite to be the comeback player of the year. But uh, I think Geno was at, like, plus 600. I, I thought that was pretty What's good. He coming back from? Being on the bench the last yeah, four years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, Barclays is obviously injury. That was the big news coming out last week. It was Brian, because everybody was betting Brian Robinson. Oh, yeah, baby. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Good things are happening, Ben. I'm watching, I'm watching in Joe's TV, so. <laughs> yeah, Bryson okay. Stott got that fucking dog in him. He's a ball player. <laughs> um, perhaps I got... Speaking of somebody, I think that's dog eat him. We're gonna see it this week. Kenny Walker, yeah. Kenneth, Ken, whatever you want to call him, he's getting uh, over fifty nine and a half rushing yards. I think it has been bet up a little bit. It was the low sixties this week when uh, today, whenever I was looking this afternoon. But I, uh, I still like it there. I think he's gonna get pretty heavy workload. They just have DJ Dallas basically in that backfield behind him right now, so. Uh, Rashad Penny un- unfortunately picked up another injury. You know, we're not too scared. It's not like the Cardinals have a terrible run defense, but um, you know, one that we're not afraid. You know, they're you know, they're middle of the pack. So I I think this game should stay close enough that uh, we we see a lot of Ken Walker in this one. Yep. The Eno Benjamin props were interesting as well. That Fifty-nine one, and a half, twenty-six yeah, and a half receiving. I think that was opened up about 53 and a half. I was too big of a puss to jump in on that, but uh, it has been bet up to 59 and a half. Uh, I don't, what, what is their backup plan? Did they, did they actually uh, sign Corey Clement? Is he going to be the they, Corey Clement? They signed him. Yeah. Okay. So he's and, be and the, they, I believe they still have Keontae Ingram. Oh, that's right. The USC kid. Yeah. So yeah. I would think they're going to be, they're going to be the good uh, call, Joe. I have to kind of remember him for waiver wire if he actually makes a little bit of noise. Uh, in it's game. possible. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Eno's Connor, never been the guy. Connor, you know, like 
Every, oh, that's, every year with that we guy. put him, we put you know pretty high on the waiver wire this week just because yeah. I mean he hasn't been any good this season and he always gets hurt. So uh you know Benjamin is looking pretty good. It looks like Daryl Williams has a at least a, a semi-serious knee injury here that's gonna keep him out yeah, of They ruled so, him out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah it, it sounded like uh as soon as they saw Clement uh come in for the, the workout on Tuesday, I'm like, well, that means Daryl's out for a while. Buffalo and Kansas City. The Bills are laying three on the highway, 54 the total. Tom, um, both of these teams, I believe. Uh oh, let's go. See ya. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm fired up about this game, too. I can't wait for the Bills and Chiefs, Joe. I'm right there with you. Let's go. Yeah, I'm right. the year. All right. Reese Hoskins <laughs> just got his second hit of the entire freaking playoffs, and it was a bomb. It was a big hit, though. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, this this is this is the first three I've seen all week here, Joe. Um, I guess the Chiefs' secondary issues are probably the—they're uh, the worst yeah. of the secondary issues. Um, yeah, I, you know that's the bad week to have them here. With uh, I mean, I know the rookie had been playing well. The seventh round rookie's been playing well for the Chiefs. Yeah, but the fourth round rookie had to start because of Rashad Fenton, and Fenton was getting picked on last week anyway. Against Devontae Adams, so yeah, we saw what the Bills can do to a banged up secondary uh, last week. Uh, Gabe Davis going ninety eight yards on the third play of the offensive play of the game. So um, I gave out the Chiefs uh, getting the points plus two and a half. I, at the end of the day, man, this is a lot of respect for the Bills. They deserve it, um, but I, I mean, I have the Bills like two and a half points higher than the Chiefs in my power ratings. I mean. This line is basically telling us that they're five and a half, six points better than every team in the league right now. I mean, yeah, I love the Bills. I, you know, I'm a big fan as well, but this line is super inflated. I don't know if I want to take it though. I mean, I'm I'm probably going to end up staying away from this. Uh, but the Chiefs getting plus two and a half, plus three, I think that's a a pretty good discount. Um, this is a super inflated line here for the Bills. There's a ton of props for this game, Tom. Is there any that you are hitting? Uh, got in early on the Gabe Davis uh, receiving prop. I got it at 51 and a half. Uh, believe that's been bet up to like 57 and a half, 58 and a half when I was looking this afternoon. Um, so it was on that. I see it. If it's still, yeah, 56 and a half. It, there has been bet down a little bit. Uh, minus 110 on it. So I still kind of like it there. I thought his number should should have come out in the low 60s. So I, I think there's still some value on Gabe Davis at uh, over 56 and a half. We got news coming out that the secondary is quite banged up. So uh, we like that. Um, in terms of other props, eh, there was nothing out. I'll probably do a, another look around at this game. Um, the McKenzie one's interesting. 35 and a half. I'm going to be really you know, doing the waiver wire. That's, that's one position I'm going to be really interested on to see if uh, McKenzie kind of takes over that slot role or if Shakir uh, splits up the snaps with McKenzie. So that that's one spot I'm really watching this week. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've been looking to bet Juju unders, but um, 50 and a half, that's pretty. And the game that might shoot out here, uh, I'll probably stay away, but uh, definitely, uh, definitely on the, uh, Gabe Davis. I still like the over 56 and a half, like it up to like the, the low sixties there. Philly and Dallas, this line has moved towards Philly a little bit, Tom. It's six and a half, 42, the total. Um, 
Uh, and and Dallas, obviously, uh, Dak Prescott's not going to play in this game. They're listening no. to him as questionable. Um, but the books have Cooper Rush uh, props up there. But here's the big question now, Tom. Late addition to the injury report, not listed on the injury report on Wednesday, Thursday, but is today, did not practice CeeDee Lamb with a hip injury. Um, he's questionable. And Philadelphia, all, all four of the offensive linemen that are on their injury report, do not have a game day designation. And okay. if you're going to beat Dallas in this version of Dallas, you got to have a good, having a good offensive line, line is step <laughs> one and two and three. Like, yeah. and as we saw Mike, with the Rams last week. Yeah. Michael Parsons is playing at another level here, but he's uh, also banged up. So maybe that's part of the reason that, like, yeah, that's, I, I think that might be part of the reason they moved to six and a half. Uh, I have to wonder if the, maybe the books booked it, you know, uh, put in a little bit of, just in case Dak plays, we'll put it like this five and a half, uh, this five and a half range. So what it kind of looked like as the week progressed here that he's not not particularly close to playing this week. That's when we saw it go to six and a half. Uh, we uh, I did give out the under on this game, uh, 43 and a half. Uh, I loved it. Well, you were on the week. right side of that line then, Tom. Yeah, I see 42s mostly across the board. There, there is a 42 and a half, obviously, if you can grab that. Uh, it's minus 118 at FanDuel. I still like it down to like 41 and a half. Uh, 41 is a pretty key number next to 43 in this range. So uh, I, I think this is going to be a kind of a nip and tuck affair. Uh, although I was a little, little scared. I listened to the matchup show. Greg thinks oh, they, uh, they just went back to back. Oh no! Oh, Bryce just went yard. Oh, oh. The bank is rocking. The bank oh, is it going to be rocking all week? In the uh, the I think I play. What what time would they be playing on Sunday if they get to? That was the first pitch. <laughs> Light them up! Uh, you know, I lost my train. Oh, I gave out Dallas Goddard his receiving yards. Uh... I think it was 43 and a half when I gave it out. It's up to 45 and a half. Still kind of like it. He's been a key part of this offense. Uh, a lot of screen. You know, like he's kind of getting used kind of like Tyler Higby. You know, a lot of design, short passes to him. Let him create after the run, uh, after the pass. Uh, I could see that, you know, the, that being a big factor in this game with you know, Dallas's pass rush, uh, try, trying to slow it down and, uh, kind of like uh, Goddard to be a, a factor in this game uh, over four, over 43 and a half, but uh, uh, even at 45 and a half, I would bet that up to like wow. the high forties. Tom, uh, I've got to admit, I'm not paying attention right now. I'm, I am. Uh, That's fine. We, we got one game left. And we, we can we get, <laughs> we can get through this. Your, your Phillies are off to a great start. I got, and got I got to get the, the last news updated for the game hub. So me and my wife can go out for our date here uh, oh, tonight. Jeez, so, I, your date should be uh, some Philly cheesesteaks on the couch watching the Phillies here. I know. <laughs> it's like, I didn't schedule these stupid fucking games. Uh, all right, let's go to Denver at the Chargers, Tom. Chargers were given four and a half, 45 and a half the total. Russell Wilson will play. Um, he he was full at practice. Um, but the, the prop market is, is barren right now because we don't know about Keenan Allen. Mike Williams was on uh, the injury. He had an illness. So there, it's not really much of a prop market. The question is, Tom, do you have anything you like here on the side of the total? Uh, I did. I bet the Chargers when it was minus six. What a terrible bet. I make uh, oh, a mistake no. or two every once in a while. This was a bad bet my part. Uh, I thought 
I thought with the Russell Wilson bullshit with his arm and just how poorly they've looked, I thought there was a chance it could get up to seven. Uh, so I wanted to get the six. Uh, so I got a bad number with the Chargers. So obviously I still like the minus four and a half of them. Uh, like what they like what I've seen with the offense here in recent weeks, and if this offense can kind of take flight a little bit here, uh, it is a tough matchup against Denver's defense. But um, I mean, we saw firsthand with this Denver team. I mean, the, this offense is kind of broken with Russell Wilson right now. So uh, grab the I'd still grab the four and a half here. There is a little bit of juice at, at DraftKings, but uh, as you said, I, I got uh, this is one I'll be doubling back on. I only really see Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy props. Yeah, there's some Eckler out there. Um, yeah, Eckler's not... rushing. Eckler's rushing is always the same, you know, in the somewhere in the 50s there. So uh, nothing just yet. Need to get a little more information on this game. But uh, I'll do another, another search later this week uh, on the player props. But we can wrap this up, Joe, so you can All get right, your yeah. Phillies. Watch and uh, can watch the Phillies. I've got to do some news updates here. So, Tom, I'm sorry. If they schedule another freaking playoff game for next Friday, it's A, good because hey, the Phillies Joe, are still going. I was going to say, that, that was not just about to say. <laughs> if they're playing next Friday at this time, you can't be too mad. All right. If they're playing next Friday at this time, I'm taking the show off. <laughs> no, I, 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 this has been good luck. I was going to say, Joe, this has been good luck. We got to do this yeah. Friday show every, t- you know, maybe we'll have to do it at night if it's on a Friday. Yeah, so the the good on. luck charm, you know? <laughs> All right, T bro. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. I'm sorry for annoying you, but the, you know, this has only happened once in the last 12 years for me. So, Hey Tom, the pirates are on the up and up. Uh, oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, maybe someday we'll get back to the post. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. See you, everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm Joe. That's Tom. We'll talk to you on Sunday for the final points.